Gold Coast and West Coast now. Gold Coast, it was basically the Took and Rao show, particularly Rao absolutely outshone uh, Took. First time, I think, in was it 30 rounds or I don't even know what it is. It's, it was quite a few, but Took Mill didn't get 30 disposals. He got 29, so he'd now finished on top of the table for the most consecutive games with 31 more disposals, and that run has now ended. It got robbed that being too, said, that kick, that, that kick out at half time didn't count. Didn't count, and he actually got done holding the ball in the last quarter. Now, I'm going to talk about this one. So I had a bet with a mate of mine, and mm. generally I don't like to bet heaps, but I had this was more exciting than the game, so that's why I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> um, basically, we had it. I'm like, right, you know, you got round, you got two killing it, you got them playing St. Kilda, I mean, a, a bloody West Coast midfield, that sucks, right? There was a gaff and red, and that's pretty much the two-prong show. So I made him a bet. I was like, oh, like I said, Real and Tuchel will go 300. And he wanted he wanted to take a bet. And he goes, he goes, I'll take the bets on overs 300. And I was like, oh, geez, that's tempting. So we, we reflected on it. And then I went back to him the day or two later. And I said, right, let's make this bet. So it was like a $100 ball of scotch. So not a cheap bet, right? Basically, if I win this, it pays for my bets with Chris this year if I lose, basically, right? So anyway, I was like, and I was so uneasy about this because there was like in my head, I'm like, if Rao goes 120, then Took has to go 180. Do you know what I mean? So the less Rao scores, the harder it is for this guy to win this bet. But I was still uneasy. I was like, right, I'll take the bet. And that second quarter, they're chipping away. I think they're on like 160-something at halftime. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. All right, they're ahead of the time. And then that fourth quarter, basically, it was like halfway through the fourth, 10 minutes of actual game time to go, and he was like 30 points off beating me. And I'm like, it's over. Game's over. Game's cooked. Get to the end. I think he needed – um. Oh, I think he'd lead like nine super coach or even less. Maybe it was like six super coach points left. Took gets the ball literally right in front of the goals. All he has to do is he looks kind of like he's going to get a handball off. All he has to do is handball it to a teammate or just put it on the boot, get a point, get a goal, do anything. Could have put it on the boot 10 meters out from goal if that. Anyway, someone puts a hand on him, tackles him, drops holding the ball and gets a negative four. And then the scaling's there. I'm ahead. I was like, oh, my God, they're still like – Quite, you know, a little bit of scaling. Took and, and Rao could get scaled up because they were the most influential on the park. And Wits went up like four super coach points. Rao and Mil- uh, Miller did not. We're just refreshing it every every minute. Refresh, refresh, refresh. So I ended up winning by like six super coach points and got the bowl of scotch. So I'm extremely excited about that one. It was very dramatic. Swizz here, the asshole, kept tweeting, uh, sending me a message, giving me an update, 296, Benny, or two, 240, here he comes, 250, are you nervous? So I just kept – and I had about three different people contacting me because everyone knew what the bet was. Um, so extremely excited. Matty Rao just oh, absolutely a freak. Um, inside, outside contested. Took just even didn't even have to do too much. As, you know, he still worked really hard, didn't have his best game. But um, Anderson came home strong to fill the void. I think he got about 24 touches. As was also influential. Wits, I think, held his own uh, extremely well. The other one for me, I think, was oh, Weller stunk it up. I don't know what that was about. I didn't really see him too much. But Rankin, I thought, was very impressive and looked dynamic back to how he should look. And um, obviously, he won't kick a bag of four each week, but I thought he was very pivotal to them. Gold Coast should have won this so well. They played shit. They kicked shit. They looked bad. And... The funny part was is that I actually made the first bet I did all year actual bet, not just with people. I put money on Gold Coast to win by more than seven and a half points, and I hated my life. I was trying to subsidize the fact in case I lost the bet that I'd make a bet, 
and it nearly ended up really badly where I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I betting? It's so bad for you. So yeah, yeah there you go, I, Swizz. I was the same, mate. And my backup bet, bet got up on that, which had the Suns involved 139. But my multi, I had out Brandon Ellis for 20 touches, 19 touches. And I think there was a hold in the ball decision or something with that one as well, which would have got him the 20. Goes to the bench for the last five, six minutes and doesn't come back on. I was going, you're freaking kidding me. I've got this... 10 leg multi and I need Brandon to get one more fucking touch and he couldn't get it. He still keeps disappointing me, even though he doesn't wear the back <laughs> anymore. Um, and I, I think I told we'll... you at one point, I think Anderson was running with the ball and he's running beside him. Like, yeah, give yeah, it to me. Yeah, and Anderson's like, no, nah, I'm just going to kick win. it in. Yeah. That could have been one where Anderson kicked it side of the boot and uh, they got a mark inside 50 or something. But anyway, sorry, go on. Anderson had one of the worst 100 point games you'll ever see. And that he was fucking atrocious in the first half. He was horrible. Um, Will Powell did things. I think he's, you know, one to look forward to as we go, um, as because he's always going to be that defender half back. And we said this with Bose out, that he'll be the man. So definitely an option to continue to look at as um, a possible sort of D6 guy. Um, he looked good. And Davies, um, the problem with him, if we didn't have. Day, in any other year, if we didn't have Dacos and Horn Francis and Ward and that, this kid we would have been seriously looking at. What did he end up scoring there? 90? 90. Maybe? Yeah, there was just moments in the game when the game was on the line. Um, that I think there was a... Yeah, he, he kicked a goal to get him right kick. in it, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he, he definitely set one up. Um, he kicked one as well. So, he, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, he, no, I thought he, he looked really good in in the crucial moments. More that super coach guy, you wouldn't want him in a fantasy. But, um, yeah, definitely something that, yeah, that he could actually be that option if you were sort of Barry Ward, depending on how he went next week. If he came out and got another 90 and that for at 200K or Yeah, that, 20K he, up from Ward bench option yeah, for sure. That's right. So, Definitely. So, and and that's the sort of rookie nobody's going to touch because they're like, oh, Gold Coast, and they've got all these other players and stuff like that. But, yeah, he's a real smoky in there. So. 1%. 1%. Yeah. And we looked at yeah. him in the preseason we too. Did. So that's, We're, yeah, I definitely something. really big on him. Um, so, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'm tempted. That, mate, they were, they were great. The, the annoying thing is when I did my team reveal, I had wits in, and I took wits out because frigging Martin pulled out and put in Gorn and that. Yeah, I, I said this, which will do 130 or 140 in one in the first four games. And bang, first week comes out and does it. It looked fantastic, hitting down to Tukin Rao. Um, yeah, a tougher matchup this week against Gordon Jackson. So we'll be interesting to see how it goes there. Uh, but yeah, they, they did what they had to. They've never won over there. So you, I think you know what's funny? Thing. I could go Powell down to Martin and I could go Pruce up to Wits. <laughs> anyway, that's just a little yeah, side one. Yeah, um, so that, also that, worth that's noting that's is Foley as well. We need to touch on oh, Foley, 244K right. defender. You are big on Foley. I'm so big on him and that, and I fucking didn't do it too. So And, and the, the move was, I was, looking at, I was looking at Whitfield going down to Sicily, and I was going to put Hinge up to Foley. Because I was uh, that game last year that um, Foley actually got to play some midfield time, he um, he absolutely dominated Richmond, and the problem was, but Witherden and all the boys come back next week or the week after. So Witherden this really week suspended him. Pick a guy and go. Okay, he's still. I think he's still going to be in the side, but he's not going to have that free ball every week. But he he showed it once with them. If he'd done it two or three times, I probably would have been more like because uh, I've got him in draft leagues sitting there, and um, yeah, it's like I was, I 
I picked him up as my last pick and he's sitting there at my D5 in draft leagues and, yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, no, I was, I was happy with that. Apart from that, most of the other guys like McGovern, they, without King, it took the Suns a while to realize King wasn't there. They just kept kicking it to McGovern and they had no idea. They're like, hey, I'm Ben King usually stands there. So, um, yeah, he just had a field day. That Jones played a really good game, but it's really hard to get a read on any of these West Coast players. Yeah, I think there's two that are still relevant. Um, Dixon, for me, now, interesting, Darling will be back. So whether Dixon plays, uh, whether they get rid of maybe Williams and Dixon plays back up Ruck and helps with the forward sort of role. Uh, there's also rumours or talk that um, JJ Kate might not even travel much out of, of Western Australia this year. So we'll guess we'll see that as far as team announcements this week. And the other one as well is uh, Hoff as well, uh, 47 super coach. Now the coach came out and said basically, you know, um, like he wasn't quite up for it. Do you know what I mean? So it was one of those ones where like he, he, he was okay, but you could tell he wasn't quite at the level um, that we needed him to be. So it's going to be an interesting one there. He could easily be in an in and out. So when you have Tim Kelly coming back in, also Shuey might be an in. So I expect that um, he could be definitely one of the first ones out. And the other one is I'm also keeping an eye on Sam petrovsky seaton did a couple of different things. So for draft leagues as well, I'd be keeping an eye on him. Not, uh, it, you know, hard look at him, but I'd be just watching him uh, on the sly. Yeah, and I think that's so pretty think much Hoff, it, Swiss. Mate, Hoff, Hoff goes out. Like Patrick Nash played better than him. And I, I, I don't think we're going to see much of Hoff again. Oh, how good's Nash's um, moustache? Yeah, so good. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's a couple. Of that, but then that's the thing. They've got to find possibly four or five other guys that are going to go out. So um, West Coast is just going to be one of those teams that, yeah, I'd be avoiding. Um, and we talked a bit about that with Frio. Uh, you know, through the pre-seasons, like what, you know, they're the most likely to have border issues and lockdowns and stuff like that. So none of the West Coast players really appeal to me at the moment. And um, yeah, I think that's going to be a bit of the issue throughout the year. So I think they, for a team that I that I can see possibly even winning the spoon, um, they're not going to have a lot of relevance in Supercoach, unlike some of those other teams. Oh, I thought they showed a little bit of fight in them to the, not the, get the, the spoon. The players they had. The players they had, and that's sometimes what happens. I thought like, they stood up. Yeah, and that even happened a few games when Essendon had that um, the drug saga year. Yeah. And there was some games where, like, I, th- I remember going to Essendon and Geelong and going there because I wanted to watch Geelong beat them by 150 points. And Geelong only got up there over the last quarter because sometimes it's those players that they stand up and they go, well, this is my opportunity. Um, I'm going to show some fight yeah. because they're playing for their list spot every game. That So, yeah. Yeah, giving it the their all and then once yeah. once they start to get a bit tired and fatigued right. and then if and things don't exactly go right then the you can get out. rolled yep and yep. that's how the game played out the big boys your, your rails and your tooks just got the wits oh. took control of the game but now yeah, we did West say Coast with really showed the last thing i'll talk about with Raul, we did say because you know it is an awkward price point but I, I couldn't get him out of my team because i know that he has the ceiling and that's what I kept going on about because I was like, I just had to have him and Barry in my team. And I was going to get rid of a, a premium to then fix up other lines before I got rid of Rao because of the ceiling. And if Rao fires, he's someone that could go in M8 position. But I figured even taking that aside with his ceiling, even if I wasn't completely happy with him, as long as he stays fit and healthy and all the rest of it, his ceiling meant that he could have actually gone up and got you to 500, 550,000. He could have made you 150000 to get to 500 k just because of the ceiling that we know he has and we just needed to see it. And the fact that we started him and the fact that he came out with a 157, the – oh, he's in 51% of teams now, Swiss. Surely 
was that before the round? Yeah. He must, that yeah. must've been a late swing because he was on about 33%, I think. And maybe after the last Amy series game, half the comp are now officially on him. Oh, maybe it was because of the same steel factor where we're like, oh, there's no defender rookies. So people started to shift their yeah, team yeah. and then shift put an extra premium. And I think it's because also wow. a few, because they went English or wits or um, they went one of those ruck options. They found Just the to get him money in. to go up to get Raul as well. Um, 50%. Yeah, me, if you don't have him, that's yeah. harsh. That's a big yeah. lesson early on. And, and oh. for me, I didn't want to have Tuke Miller, who I'm huge. I think Tuke will be number one this year on the whole super coach. I don't want to watch Gold Coast games and watch Tuke dominate and then watch Raul dominate and not have him. And that I just, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think they're both absolute machines. Raul, I like the Bash well, brothers. Oh, they are, mate. And, and like the poll that the AFL put out today, uh, who's the which player would you take, Bailey Smith or Raul? Like, what a stupid poll. Like, Bailey Smith, great player. Going to be a new superstar. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Raul, Raul, we're talking about, you know, Judd Ablett, Raul. Like, Raul could be that good. He, we we yep. know he's what he what he can do. And um, we criticised his body as well. But then he got absolutely hit by Rioli up in a contest and then got up. Like, there's not much more toughness than that. That's pretty much a good body check or a, a good eye tester for as much as you can get. So, and again, most, like, so many contested things, like 21 contested possessions or something stupid are absolute freaks. So I think I loved it. Um, Talk about home anyway, I think that, umpiring there, mate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um Anyway, let's move on. That's wraps us up, guys. That's a really long segment. I'm gonna I'll probably break this up and, and do a series online and break it up game by game so that way you can find the teams that you want to hear about a little bit easier uh, and break up those segments that way. Probably the way to go. This one has a lot more. Now it would have been good to have some Chris's insight, but I guess probably a good thing we're not here for three and a half hours. because uh, Chris waffles as he does. Love. This week, mate. Oh, that's true. We missed that. But um and, and, and the start of the season, particularly this week and next week, next week's probably a bit, bit more clear cut. This week it's sort of a, oh, shit, like do I need to correct anything or who to watch particularly for the week coming? And um, we'll just go from there. But, Swiss, thank you for coming on, mate. Uh, thank you for sticking with me, and we'll catch you soon. Everyone can find you. You're going to release your – on your YouTube as well, you're going to release your team analysis today, tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, something as yeah, the teams get closer mate. to announcement. Yeah, now that we've done this for two and a half hours, I think I'll do mine tomorrow as well. Um, appreciate it, Swiss mate, and we'll catch you next time. No, always good to chat footy with you, Benny. Catch you later. All right, see you soon. See you guys. Bye.